0: Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question comes from our Facebook group, which you can join by going to Facebook.com slash groups slash what fresh hell cast. A listener wrote, I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old, both boys. Here's my question. How do you help your kids around five understand the meaning of sorry? My older kid will do something wrong, know it's wrong, before he does it, then immediately say he's sorry. I try to give him a punishment to help him understand what he did wrong, but then he will do the action again and then say, well, I said I was sorry. How do I help him understand the meaning of sorry so he won't do the action again? This is a great question because grownups do this too, right? This drives me nuts when you see somebody on the internet say, you know, well, you look pretty terrible in that outfit, LOL, as if like the lol at the end negates the saying something mean, like you get to say something mean and then say, LOL, and somehow that makes it not mean, no. And your kid pushing somebody down and then saying, I said, I'm sorry, obviously doesn't quite cut it. But even just the saying, I'm sorry, like when we make our kids do that and then drop it, we're still letting them take the easy road out. Rachel Rifkin wrote about this for Today's Parents. I'll put the link in the show notes. She says, and in these situations, we usually ask the wrongdoer for a very perfunctory sorry, and then Rachel says, that's often where the conversation ends, with little, if any, discussion of what happened, why it was hurtful to the person they're apologizing to, how they can address the hurt they caused, and what they can do to change their behavior basically what we're saying is sorry is not a get out of jail free card. For five-year-olds, empathy is still a developing skill. As with so many of these tricky parenting moments, the time to practice and talk about this is not in the heat of the moment where you have a kid who's dysregulated and pushed down another kid who's also dysregulated. Now you have two upset kids. But you can address this in a more general way in your sort of daily life. Talk about the emotions of the characters in the shows your kids are watching or in the books they read. Help them get curious about what the other person is feeling in the abstract when they're not in direct contradiction to something that they want. Kids at this age are also learning to read each other's faces and expressions for signs of other emotional states. So there is an opportunity here. Say your kid has hit his little brother or taken something his little brother wanted. And then he says, I said I'm sorry. Then, if he's not also dysregulated, you can take that opportunity to say, Oh, thank you for apologizing. It is good to say you're sorry, but I can tell by looking at your brother's face that he's still pretty sad. What do you think you should do? next. Because that's the whole point, isn't it? What they should do next. A lot of our listeners on the Facebook page actually suggested a song called Saying I'm Sorry is the First Step. It's from Daniel Tiger. I'll put the link in the show notes. And that's, I think, the overall lesson that you're trying to learn here. Saying I'm sorry is better than not saying it, but it's only the first step. Now, again, I want to reiterate, if your kid is also upset in these moments, if your kid is sort of acting out, now is not the moment. I'm going to quote Ellen Goldsmith. She's a clinical worker who specializes in kids. She says, it's always unwise to try to teach our kids when we are angry or when our children can't hear us because you know they're in red brain she says we also can't teach when our children are embarrassed in front of others if you have one of those moments then you separate the kids you tend to the one who's crying because their brother hit them you tend to that kid you ignore the wrongdoer you soothe and attend to the one who's been wronged in the moment but you do go back later talk about it at bedtime that night ask your kid why he did what he did Ask him how he thought the other person felt and really listen. Not accusatory. If he says, I don't know, then push, then keep asking and then brainstorm what to do next. Elementary school teacher Joellen Poom says a true apology has three steps. She put this three-step apology together for her kids and she put it on her blog, Cup of Cocoa. I'm going to link to this also because it's really helpful. A good apology Joellen taught her kids has three sentences. The first sentence starts with, I'm sorry for blank, not just I said I was sorry. What are you sorry for? The second sentence is, it was wrong because, or this is wrong because, make them really engage with why they shouldn't have done what they did. And then the third sentence is, in the future, I will. And it's important here, Joellen Poon says, it's not in the future, I won't hit my brother. It's in the future, I will come get mom if my little brother isn't sharing. I'll keep my hands to myself. What you will do, not what you won't do. So again, those three steps are I'm sorry for, this is wrong because, and in the future I will. Pretty good for grown-ups too, right? Saying I'm sorry is only the first step. And your kid is still little, your kid is still learning. So there's a ways to go. But going through those steps one at a time and using those three sentences to do it at a, at a later time isn't letting your kid off the hook at all, but it's doing it at a time when your kid is really going to have the bandwidth to engage about how to do things differently, which will hopefully prevent him from doing some of the things he was saying he was sorry for in the future. Send us your questions and we might answer yours next. Email us questions at com. Thanks for listening.